Ho, ho, hello, and welcome to a special festive episode of Retrospection, in which we take a look at the presence of our past, good or bad. So join us as Fair for Christmas empties his sack in your ears. That sounded nicer in my mind. Anyway, my name's Colin, and I can beat my friends, I can beat the Benz. Okay, I'm sure you'll explain that one to me. <laughs> I will, do. And my name's Paul, and each one is an ace. Ooh, I'm sure you're going to explain that one to me. I won't need to explain it. Is it, is it Ace Hull? <laughs> what, Hull? What? So, for this special Christmas episode, we're going to go through five items that we were given as presents at Christmas. They could be ones we loved, they could be ones we're bad. We're going to talk about them, we're going to describe them, and then mm-hmm. we're going to get on with our lives. <laughs> <laughs> go our separate ways and never speak yeah. of it again. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> well, we've managed this far, Colin. I'm sure we'll. I'm sure we'll cope. That's true. Do you want to go first? Okay. Um, so my first choice will probably won't come as a surprise to you, but um, I'm going to choose the Mego Magnetic 12-inch Batman and Robin action figures that I got one year. Batman. It's Magnetic Batman and Magnetic Robin with magnetic hands and feet. Upside now for standing tall. Batman, they stick to most any metal at all. Batman. Both with flyaway action. Just pull the string and they do their thing. Assembly required. Batman. Batman. Magnetic Batman and Magnetic Robin with flyaway action. Each sold separately by Mego. Wow. 12-inch. 12-inch, yeah. No no 6-inch jobs for me. It was a full 12 oh. inches. Nice. Oh, you, you you don't really know what full 12 inches is, do you, Colin? It's a myth, I'm, isn't it? Yeah, I've, I've never encountered anything so small. Very good. So these were produced by the Amigo Corporation in the 1970s, although I'm pretty sure that I got mine in about 1980. Time's a funny thing when you're thinking about it as a kid. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I couldn't. It couldn't. I mean, if it was earlier than 1980s, I don't think I'd remember it. No, right. Yeah, I have a similar situation. Yeah. Mego were an American toy company, starting in 1954, that pretty much started out as a dime store producer of toys. But then in 1971, they became famous for producing licensed dolls and action figures based on things like Planet of the Apes, Star Trek, Buck Rogers in the 25th century. And they even did a couple of figures from Moonraker, believe it or not. I think they did a Roger in his spacesuit. Mm-hmm. And they did a Jaws. But they didn't do a woman? They didn't do a woman, no. It, it was the mm. 70s, Colin. That's true. One of the most successful lines was the world's greatest superheroes line. And that had characters like Spider-Man, Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman and Robin. Now, I had quite a lot of these as a kid. Superheroes. I'm sure you're not surprised by that, are you? No, no, not at all. But I did have a 12-inch Gil Garrard figure from Buck Rogers. Really? <laughs> yeah. And I, and I also had a 12-inch Spock from the motion picture. Oh, all right. Mm. What was he wearing? He was wearing his grey onesie. His grey onesie. His uniform, all right. yes. I know you're probably... Very surprised by this, Colin, but um, I was obsessed with superheroes as a child. As a child. No. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, Batman and Robin were top of my list. I love the 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 '60s TV show, which was not a comedy to me as a child. It was 100% serious. It was drama. It was drama. Yeah. It was a cold hitting Nordic drama. It was. Oh, I wouldn't say Nordic. Yeah, the Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is crime. <laughs> that was when Mister Freeze came into it. He spoke like that. Right. Yeah. Did he? Oh, there you go. It's no surprise that my parents went out to pick these up for me that christmas because i was i was completely obsessed with batman because they were ordered to well i didn't i didn't i didn't order people at that age colin you will go and you will buy me gifts and they will be superheroes mother father <laughs> mother, your time has come to do your duty no no they were they were being they, they were aware of my needs i'll put it that way i don't think it's a need it's a want oh it was a need i needed i needed was these. it so the figures themselves, they stood about 12 inches high and they were dressed in real cloth costumes and they had great play features. They had magnetic hands and feet. All right, so they stuck to metal. That's right. Uh, th- oh. th- this action feature was a double-edged sword, to be honest, because it meant that you can't have the characters hold anything unless it's made of metal because they didn't have well, hands. They have grips. They didn't have grips, no. Okay. So... I mean, it was great to be able to hang them off things, but you soon realise that there's only so many things in a house that are made of metal that you can hang them off. So, yeah, so, so stories that you played, that you made up when you played with them, usually involve the superheroes hanging from the fridge door or the living room door handle. You know. Well, that's good for Mister Freeze. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they, they didn't make any bad guys in the twelve-inch line. So, so they usually ended up in my house. I would be fighting. My 12-inch Darth Vader, or my 12-inch Gilgarad, or my 12-inch Spock, because you couldn't mix and match them a 12-inch Batman with a three and three-quarter-inch Joker. No, that'd be silly. It right? would be silly. Yeah, he'd just stamp on yeah. him, wouldn't he? You would. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. a child's logic. He's you know, got to see this yeah. through. I have a question. Go on. If the hands are magnetic and the feet are magnetic, could the hands stick together? Yes. So one was positive, one was negative. So could a hand stick to a foot? I, I think they did. Oh, I they think did. they did. Yeah, right. they were quite. They were. They had a lot of points of articulation. So ah, right. I mean, Migo is still around today. I collect Migo. I've already. I've, I've started making new figures now. Yeah, and I collect those. Um, these ones, this Batman and Robin, you you can pick them up now on eBay. But if you're going to pick them up as good quality. They go for a lot of money. I wish I still had mine. Do you know what happened to them? I think I played with them so much that they fell apart. Oh. Yeah. Mm. So, they, so they weren't given away or anything. I, I, I think that all they were were, I mean, the, the actual bodies are, are, are plastic and the arms and the legs are just held together by a rubber band in, inside that goes up inside the body and attaches the arms and the legs. So that right. rubber band goes, that's it. You've got a, an armless or a legless Batman. Battle damaged, I like to think of him. Uh, that's right. That's uh, I, when I used to have action fast figures, and you know the dog would get one. Then Chewed it'd be, head. Like, battled. Yeah. Then it yeah. battle damaged. Usually it was it was the muton that got oh. mangled, but that was fine. Um, I had uh, the scuba guy. Do you remember the scuba the 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 soldier in the scuba outfit? The frogman. The frogman. There's a. F- Frogman, okay. And the one in the orange, diving, orange the dive, yeah, and the diving one as well with the with the with the big helmet on his head. I had him. Yep. 
I had the was he an SAS guy with the beret on his head? Or... No, that was uh, Zed Force. Oh well, I had that red, as well. red red beret. The SAS were in black and grey. I had a, no. I'm sure I had a, a black a, a, a black suited one as well that had a little um, machine gun. Does that ring a bell? Hold on. <laughs> Here's a man goes to look on his shelf. This guy. Yes, I had him. Okay. And I also had a guy in a... I'm sure he had a green uniform on with a red beret. That's him? That is him, yes. <laughs> uh, just for the listeners, we should know that Colin just went to a shelf and showed me the figures, the exact figures that I was referring to. No, I didn't. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't have them. Well, that's my, that's my first choice anyways, the uh, 12-inch magnetic Batman and Robin from Mego. Oh, Okay. Nice. So, so what have you got? Uh, I've gone for the Milton Bradley Starbird and Launcher Base. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I know this. It was first released in 1978, but like you, I don't. I don't think I got it in 78. I would have been far. That that would have been silly. Uh, I think I got it in 1980 because that year they introduced an enemy vessel. So, and I remember the trailer for that. So, it must have been around 1980. So the Starbird mm-hmm. was a white electronic ship that separated. It had electronic sounds for flying, and the sound changed when you pointed the ship upwards or downwards to imitate like the Doppler effect of it passing you. Mm-hmm. And it had electronic sound for firing, and they light up as well. The launcher base was made of cardboard, but was a decent size, and you could land the ship, and there were guns on the top tower section. There was a buggy and some little figures as well. Yes, I do remember this. I, I remember the ship. I don't think I've ever seen the base. I never had right. one, but I, I had a friend that had one. You had friends. Oh. <laughs> you know, as soon as I said that, I thought, I'm walking into that there. And I, yes, I did have a friend. Yes. <laughs> it's always good to have a revelation at Christmas time. I know. Yeah. Didn't, didn't it have... Um, wasn't there a no? I can't remember whether it, it came as standard or whether it was another bit that came later. But wasn't there a version where you could disconnect a bit and then put another bit onto it? You, you couldn't put another bit onto it, but it did disconnect. Like the Maybe front of it I'm came thinking. off. Maybe that's. And what then I'm thinking of. there were two little ships in the wings that came off. They're just plastic bits that came off. Mm-hmm. And then the gun turret and the middle top came off. Now in my mind, I remember that if. Somebody had the enemy vessel, and you had the good vessel. You could shoot each other, and if you registered a hit on the other vessel, it would make a sound as if it had been shot. But I, I looked up, and I can't find anything about that, but I'm pretty sure it did that. A bit like um, sort of laser tag type thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I can't remember if like I'm imagining that or... It's, sure. it's weird, isn't it? How memory does that. You 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 see these. You think back on some of these toys that that we got when we were kids, and they see you seem to remember them doing a lot more, or being a lot more impressive than when you look at them now. Yeah. If it if it did do that when we were kids, though, then um, that would have been bloody amazing. That would have blown my mind. Yeah. Starbird, a product of space age technology created by MB Electronics. Stand by for final test. Starbird sensors trigger microcircuitry to generate the matching sounds of climbing. Level off. Descend. Fire laser guns. That does it. Thank you. Starbird from MB Electronics. Give your child a look at tomorrow today. Command base and launching pad sold separately.
Oh, I love that. Give your child a look at tomorrow, today. <laughs> yeah, that's good, right? <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. I, 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 yeah, I do remember. I never had one, but I, I knew I knew someone that did have one. And I, um, I, I think I was quite jealous. Well, continue to be jealous because I had one. Have you, have, you, have you never thought of trying to pick one out? No, not really. It's probably really expensive. That's the problem when you go for these, uh, when you go for a lot of retro toys and things like that. They're not toys anymore. They're collectibles. Right. You know. Yeah. And it'd be hard to get one that's in good that w- condition, I would yeah. imagine. Or that worked. Yeah, that made the sounds. If it doesn't make the sounds, what's the point? Exactly. Yeah. No, that's a really good pick. Thanks. It's very you, Colin. Why? Well, you like hardware, don't you? Oh, okay. You know. <laughs> I don't mean that. As, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to be insulting. You do like hardware. That's your thing. So. Like what? Well, like armor. Armor. <laughs> <laughs> armor. Weaponry. I don't know. <laughs> just, uh, just tech. You like tech. Just so. tech. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Not all. Yeah, there is actually quite a bit of techy stuff coming up. Oh, I look forward to that then. Yeah. All right. What's your next one? So my second pick is. Kind of a generic one, but leads into a particular thing. So, my second pick is annuals. For a year full of fun starting this Christmas, you can't do better than their favourite annuals. They're all terrific value and always sure to please. They're at good news agents and bookshops now. Oh, okay. So yeah. y- you know that I'm still a huge collector of these things, and it all goes back to um, childhood Christmases. Can I just interrupt you? I'm pretty sure everything on your list you're going to be still a collector of. No. Is that be- is that because you can't get it, not because you don't want to? No. There's it, one thing I don't want that's cut up, that's funny. I'm stand stand corrected. So. For anyone that doesn't know, annuals were, um, they were kind of a peculiar or a particular UK thing, weren't they, I think? Yeah, I think maybe some in Australia and Canada too, because the prices on the annuals are often got Canada and yeah. New Zealand and Australia prices on them. Yeah. So, so very English-speaking Commonwealth countries. Mm-hmm. They were hardback books that contained comic strips, puzzles, articles, and all about your favorite TV show or whatever big movie was out that year, usually by Christmas. Yeah. I got over the years various ones. I got things like Space 1999, Star Trek, Buck Rogers, 18, Planet of the Apes. The list was endless. Uh, yeah, yeah, and the comics did them too, like the Beano, Wizard and Chips, Battle. They all had annuals too. I'm going to get to that. <laughs> Preempted you. The one staple of Christmas. The always dependable present that I could rely on always being under the tree as a kid was the Beano annual. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. Still get it, don't you? I still get it, yeah. It's not as good now, though. Oh. How would you describe the Beano, Colin, to someone that doesn't know? Because I was thinking about this, and, I, and the, the best that I could come up with is it was a kind of funny, irreverent collection of comic stories, very British comic stories. Wasn't it kind of kind of like carry yeah. on for kids? I guess so. Yeah, and um, Dennis was Dennis the Menace Beano or Dandy. Sometimes I get 
No, he was uh, Dennis Menis. Was... Yeah, Dennis Menis and um, and Nasher. Nasher. That was him. Yeah, and people like uh, Minnie the Minx, Roger the Dodger, Billy Wiz. Right. You remember those? Yeah, yeah, he was on drugs, wasn't he? Oh no, he's just really fast, right? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, um, they were hefty Christmas books that I always looked forward to as a kid. Great, le- great reads on the toilet as well. Still are. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Is that what they say on the front cover? Yeah, that that was on the advert. <laughs> they they should do like you know how they do like. Uh, a series of books, like the the Masterworks collection. Mm-hmm. They should do that, the toilet reading collection. <laughs> My list would be endless, though. <laughs> I don't, I would have too many. Do you spend a lot of time there? I do, indeed. Well, so do you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, not at the same time. No, no, no. The same no, 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 no. That would be strange, wouldn't it? Especially if we're in two different countries. Yeah. 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 But yeah, the Beano, the Beano annual, annuals in particular, but... but the Beano was was always a Christmas treat every year for me. And I'm always surprised at some of the annuals. Like there's a Sweeney annual. Yes, there is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Sweeney's not a kids show. I've got some obscure ones. I've got oh, like Magnum, for example. Magnum wasn't really a kids show, but there was an annual. TJ Hooker. Yeah, I had the Magnum one when I was a kid. So you used to get annuals as well then? Yes, yeah. Yeah, uh, either... TV shows are the uh, Wizard and Chips ones, are, are the Battle Action Force ones. Yeah, yeah. I had yeah. a few um, Doctor Who ones as well, with Tom Baker, I think, with, was was the Doctor at the time. Right. Um, but yeah, they they. When you look back at them now, I mean, I collect them still. The they seem a lot slighter than than they than they felt as a kid. You know, you look at them now, and there's not much to them really. No. There's not. It'd be uh and it'd be like you'd have a long form story, maybe, comic strips, and then you'd have some puzzle pages, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and in the middle there'd be a double page spread which would be a like a kind of a snakes and ladders type game or something like that. Yeah. That you never that you played. You might have an interview if it's a TV one. That's right. Yeah. It, it it's funny actually, um the there's a couple that I picked up recently which were James Bond ones, but they didn't call them annuals, even though they are annuals. Mm. I think they called them um, James Bond. I, I think one of them's a Moonraker one, and the other ones are for your eyes only, and they're just called specials. Ah, but they're annuals. They're annuals. They probably didn't come out at Christmas or something, right? Probably you not. Know. No. Yeah. But yeah, I, I love an annual to this day. Nice. I like them. So my next one is we well we've kind of touched on it already and it is action fast but it's the action fast base or action fast playset as they would have called it back then the latest attacks led by baron ironblood and his evil forces seen here in exclusive coverage have forced the country to take action with me in the studio tonight is the squad leader from the newly formed sas and the head of the new z force Captain Grant Campbell, who will be taking command of their combined troops at a secret destination later tonight. More news as it's made from new Action Force. Now, I know this. I, 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 I didn't have it, but I'm aware of it. So go, go on. Tell me about right. it. Well, I'll just quickly say that Action Force uh, was launched by Palatoy in the early 80s. And it's originally just three quarter inch versions of the successful Action Man series. 
So you had like uh, the SAS soldier, the para, the desert soldier, the deep sea diver, and the German soldier. But eventually they evolved into mm-hmm. actually having different like units and characters. And then, of course, eventually they were merged into G.I. Joe, the American figure series. This base is another cardboard affair. I gotta say, why did he still do cardboard playsets? Because I imagine kids would be like, oh, this is just cardboard. But cardboard playsets were really cool because they could be really big and not expensive and quite detailed. Yeah, and it's everything that a child's imagination needs, isn't it? Yeah. You don't actually physically need a volcano, but if you've got a cardboard backing with a picture of a volcano on it, that that works, doesn't it? Yeah, but also the they had these bases with levels. So this one had two levels. On top, it had a helicopter landing pad. It was hexagonal, so you had different rooms all around it. There was an observation deck, a diving tank, control room, quartermaster star, prison cell, and an Arctic conditions room that had a place for your uh, AF-9 snowmobile. And Colin is holding one in front of me as we speak, yes? Yeah, there you Very go. Very nice. And the roof unfolded to turn the landing pad into a runway. Oh, wow. Come to review your action force, Commander. Yes, yes, I have. How many will Sir be requiring for his mission? Well, I am short of one British Marine. Will he be needing transport? Or will you base him at HQ? Good luck, sir. I expect we'll be seeing you again. Yes, and take charge of the rest of the men till I return, Sergeant. Yes, sir. Action Man presents new Action Force minifigures. Yeah, I remember that advert. Yeah, I always yeah, used to think, think I used to think that guy was um, probably he needed help. Oh, that kid's a bit weird. He's just shouting at the end. The, those adverts always used to. I, I love. I always used to love waiting for those kind of adverts to come on. I was into Star Wars figures, so I, I always used to wait for those. But I always used to kind of feel slightly annoyed that you know you you always knew that you were never going to get enough to make an entire battalion of people like those adverts show you. <laughs> Yeah, because there's one in that advert where they're all on the steps going up, right? That's right, and you're, you know, you're, you're going to think, oh, I wish I had that many. I have a, a, like an army of soldiers, but you know, your mum and dad were only going to buy you one of every figure. You were never going to get yeah. more than one. Yeah, I wonder if that's why, like, adults that collect figures now buy loads because it's you can do what you like, can't you? When it's your own yeah. money, no? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, and I have that SAS soldier, by the way. He's over there. I didn't think you didn't, yeah. Colin. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Going back to the cardboard um, set, so yeah, there was a lot of those around. I remember that the there was a cardboard Death Star set that you could get for Star Wars. Whenever there's a similar design to the Action Force one, it looked very similar to the yeah to the one that was in that advert that that we just saw. I just repainted um, it. It could well be. It had a, I remember it had a trash compactor that was it literally had a just trash compactor. Trash compactor that literally two cardboard walls that moved towards each other. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, you, anything we car. I mean, the Mego. Going back to Mego, did in the seventies uh, an entire bridge set for the Star Trek figures that was made out of cardboard. For the tw- were they twelve inch? No, they were. Um, oh, they were smaller. The, the six inch ones. Okay. And it's still pretty um, good. Yeah, and it had a transporter where you put your figure in and then you spin it round and the action figure disappears. 
Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. They go for yeah. a fortune now. Yeah. I imagine there's very few of them intact. It's just cardboard. I think mine was broken before I even finished playing with it. <laughs> you put it together on Christmas morning, by Christmas evening it's broken. I do remember, yeah, that a door that separates the diving tank section with the room next to it came off and had to be stuck on with sellotape. Didn't matter though, did it? No, it's still fun. Mm-hmm. All my figures in it. Yeah. I, I, I think that, um, I mean, obviously... Having a, a, a child that, that, you know, I buy toys for, he doesn't, he, he, he buys toys, he, he, he doesn't buy them, I buy them for him, but he has toys that, he doesn't really play with them, he collects them now. Oh, he's got, he's got the virus that you've got? Yeah, and they, they sit on shelves. So he doesn't act scenes out? No. Is he too old for that? I, I guess so, or, but he, he's, he's never really done, he did it when he was really little, but he's never really done it, he's not done it for a long time. Um, it's more about the collecting aspect and having and having them on the shelf and him looking at them and and completing a set. Oh, all right. Because I, I suppose when you think about it, really, I mean, he plays computer games. It, we did as well, but it wasn't the same thing. It wasn't the same thing, was it? They didn't look no. like they look like now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he gets that aspect of, of role play from the computer games, whereas the, the action figures are a collecting thing for him. I don't know if that's sad or not. I guess that's just the way it is. I guess so. It's a little bit sad, I think. I mean, I used to play my action fuss in the garden because uh, we had a fish pond and a rockery and all that. So that was like an amazing environment to have your jeeps running up and down the rockery and yep. through the mud and stuff. And yeah. We had like paddling pools, so all the ones that QFAST that were water based, they could float around in that. Yeah, I remember I buried when I was playing at a particular story. Where, where's line. this going? <laughs> Stay with me. Don't 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 reveal this. It's not a true crime podcast. <laughs> no, I, I buried. I was playing a particular storyline in my head, and I buried um, my Hoth Luke Skywalker in the garden. And then couldn't remember where I buried him. And he was gone. Never found him again. You never, you never found him? Never found him again. Oh, archaeologist no. in 100 years. Yeah, somewhere. Be like, hmm, that the people 100 years ago were very small <laughs> <laughs> and made of plastic. So, so, this, this was one of the gods, a Luke Skywalker. I can't help but think that somewhere that in, in, in our old hometown, the, there's going to be someone turning over their garden and they're going to come across this Luke Skywalker. Just this little hand comes out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of sad that that's not a thing anymore, but nothing stopping us from doing it, Colin. So for my third pick, we're going to stay, and this is the last time I'm going to bring up action figures in my list. Okay? Oh, Okay. Right. For my third pick, I'm going with the A-Team action figures. Now, that's funny. I never had those. Or I don't even remember them, but yeah, I'm a big A-Team fan. Strange. So was I. I was a massive A-Team, A-team fan as a kid. Um, never missed it on a Saturday evening. I think it was 7 p.m. on ITV on a Saturday night, wasn't it? Originally. yeah. Sounds right. I lived yeah. for the A-Team when I was a kid. I played the A-Team at school. Guess which character I was? When we played the A team at school. Now this is before I knew you, Colin. This was this was. Don't be looking at me like that. This was <laughs> this was before I knew you. This was at primary school. Okay, so now I'd say BA, but that's only because you blacked up. We said we'd never speak of it. 
Golly. We oh, said we'd sorry. never speak of it. Um, Murdoch. Oh, it's Face Man. <laughs> but but was, was this an, one of those absurd theatres performance? I was quite a good-looking child when I was uh, eight or nine, and I had a full head of blonde hair. And I never chose Face Man. Face Man was thrust upon me like greatness. I'm finding this all very hard to believe. It's true. I played Face Man, which was weird because Wait. when we when we played Battlestar Galactica, I always played Apollo. That that's the weird point of all this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, that's the least weird thing that's going on here right now. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I, I, I have a very vivid memory of the Christmas morning that I came downstairs and started to unwrap my presents and the excitement when I opened up the packaging and I saw the A-Team logo on something. Right. And my parents that year, they outdid themselves. They, I got the full collection of the six-inch line of action figures, Hannibal, B.A., Faceman and Murdoch. Didn't get Amy, though. Although there was one produced. One? Yeah, there oh, was. Yeah, one. yeah. Okay, yeah. Didn't get Amy. They came with accessories like guns, backpacks, and BA even had his own set of tools. Nice. Mm. In case he wanted to do any impromptu uh, cobbling together of a of an old water heater with a... <laughs> well, they were always doing that. Exactly, exactly. The likenesses were good for the time. Yeah. At least to the nine to ten-year-old me, to my eyes back then, it was like holding a bit of the show in your hands, really. Mm. However, the excitement didn't end there that Christmas morning. <gasps> as well as getting those figures, I also had the three and three quarter inch A-Team action figures, which were the same size as Action Force, Star Wars figures. Um, they came in a huge box with accessories like a rubber dinghy, flamethrower and a flag. Oh, yeah, because... They're always planting a flag in the A team. There was a flag. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Known for it. Is it American flag, Stars and Stripes? American flag, yes. Stars and Stripes, oh, yeah. Okay. Because they were Star Wars size figures, they fit right in with uh, other toys that I had. So I had the A team face off against Stormtroopers from Star Wars or. Or Vincent from the Black Hole. What a crossover that would have been, eh? So, so fitting in by not fitting in at all. Got it. Got it. I could always create a story, Colin. Telling me. Can you imagine if uh, you'd wanted the A-Team stuff and then uh, your parents hadn't bought it and you're like, oh, I wanted the A-Team stuff. Your dad just turned to you and went, pity the fool. They're the A-Team. You know they're soldiers of marchers. They're the A-Team. Helping people in need. Pretend that you're Hannibal. Murder on your face or maybe B.A. Baracus. You know each one is a case. Each is so separate with rightly gear. If there's trouble to face, you know the A-Team's here. They're the A-Team. The A-Team. Hannibal Face, Murdoch and B.A. Baracus. Each is so separately from Corona Toys. Well, that's the best advert so far, isn't it? He's <laughs> a cracker, isn't it? Uh, that's, that's a... That's an earworm, isn't it? Be singing that later. <laughs> the A-Team. That should have been the theme tune, shouldn't it? Yeah, it just keeps going, the A-Team. 
you could be, I like the way it goes, you could be Hannibal, Murdoch, Face, or even B.A. <laughs> <laughs> so along the way, I also got um, an 18 van, which fit the three and three quarter inch figures. They could sit in it. Yeah. And eventually I got a set of purpose-made bad guys for the 18 to fight with names like Cobra, Viper, mm. Python, and Rattler. I'm sensing a theme here. Yeah, they're all breeds of cows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not, you're not quite getting it, Con. Uh, <laughs> oh. These bad guys had features like an eye patch, a red beard. <laughs> I thought you meant they had a face. <laughs> they got features. <laughs> no. Well sculpted, got noses and everything. <laughs> they all had faces. Oddly, these, these bad guys as well, they weren't made the same way. They were... Um, cheaper. Cheaper. They didn't have the studs in the arms and the legs. They were just sort of like, you know, your, your Star Wars type figure. You know? Yes. Yep. But they had features like an eye patch, a red beard, an evil moustache, and uh, being Native American. <clears throat> Are you sure your parents didn't just pick up the uh, village people figure set? <laughs> no, no, it had the A-team on the packaging, I remember. Oh, all right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, I play with these until I broke them. So I guess there's only one. Was there a f face car? Or did they only ever bring out the van? No, there was a face car as well, but I never got the face car. And was there any soldiers, like military police, for chasing? No, no. That's, that's a missed opportunity, isn't it? It is a missed opportunity. You just had these generic bad guys for them to play. Right. Evil, right. The evil A-team, if you will. Ah. Mm-hmm. I did get one for one birthday for the for the for the larger figures, not the three and three quarter inch, but the the six inch ones. I did get a, a helicopter for Murdoch to sit in, and was which that, had a little. Was that for the A team or was that just a general helicopter? No, it was an, it was it was for Murdoch to sit in, oh, and it had right. like a um, it had a button on the back, and you you pushed it in and out with your thumb, and it made the rotor blades turn. That's cool. Mm. Could yeah. all the figures sit in the van? All the three and three quarter inch figures could sit in the van. Yeah. There were seats in the back of the van and seats at the front. So that's good. I and always the... hate it when like you you have a set of figures and they're all supposed to go in this vehicle, but they don't really because the vehicle's not big enough. Yeah, and and as I say, the, the 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 figures themselves, because they had those studs in the arms and legs, and they were jointed at the knees, you could actually bend the knees so that they could sit in the seats properly as well. Right. And the the top of the van, you could take the top of the van off so you could look down into the van as well. Right, that's what was better with the O-rings, with the early action force when they sat in a vehicle, the, mm -hmm. the legs had to be straight out. <laughs> that was always the problem with Star Wars toys as well. Yeah. yeah. It's like, why are you doing the downward dog? <laughs> well, we, we made it work with our yeah. childhood imaginations. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you can, you can pick up these, these 18 figures quite easily on eBay. They're, they're, they're reasonably priced as well. I might so I'm guessing they're not they're not that collectible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one's no one's scalping A-team figures. <laughs> if you love the A-team, I'm sure you know they're 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 a great find if you can pick them up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll take a look. So, what have you got next? Oh, for my next one. Well, before I had a computer, I had an electronic device called Merlin, the electronic wizard. Oh, I've heard of Merlin, but I'm not too sure what it is. So we had six electronic games, a vocabulary of space-age sounds, 
and a powerful computer brain. That's what it said on the box. It was a rectangular device with 11 circular buttons and four mode buttons. You could play exciting games like Tic-Tac-Toe, Echo, which is a ripoff of Simple Simon, mm-hmm. Blackjack 13, Magic Square, which is Farmer Square of Lights by Breaking Merlin's Code, Mindbender, Discover the Mystery Number, and Music Machine, in which you could teach Merlin up to 48 notes and he'll play them back. Wow. Yep. I bet, that was I bet it. this blew your mind, didn't it, as a kid? Yeah, it did. I would spend ages just playing it, listening to the beeps and yeah. playing the games and the lights light up. I'm Merlin, the electronic wizard, challenging you to six computer games. Start with simple tic-tac-toe. Your turn, my turn. I'll tell you if you win and when you lose. Play all kinds of games. Echo. Blackjack 13, Magic Square, or formidable Mind Bender, or make beautiful music together. Merlin, the electronic wizard from Parker Brothers. What I love about the advert is that he's a clearly out of work Shakespearean actor. He's taking it 100% seriously, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, but also, it doesn't talk. That makes it sound like Merlin's doing all that. Hi, yes. I'm Merlin. Like, it doesn't talk, it just beeps. And then I like the last bit is make beautiful music together. It's like, yeah, or you could make beeps. <laughs> one of the two. Yeah, I, I remember that now, seeing that seeing that commercial. I, I never had one, but I, I again I knew people that had it. It's, there's a theme here, isn't it? It was electronic. I didn't have it. I knew people that had it. I was more of an action figure person as a kid, obviously. I think I think it's because my parents were very gadgety. They liked gadgets and electronics, and they were always into that kind of stuff. Yeah, and that's that's rubbed off on you, hasn't it, as well? Yeah. How old would you have been when you got that then? Must have been before I had a computer, so nine, ten. Nine-year-old, yeah, nine, nine-year-old you, that would have blown your mind, wouldn't it? Something like that. Yeah. A device that you can hold in. Yeah. It's, it's almost Star Trek-y, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go on. Did you pretend it yeah. was? 1960s Star Trek. Well, yeah. <laughs> did, did you? Then, yeah, it would have fitted in perfectly, this brick. Did, did you pretend it was a tricorder? I don't think I did because it was pre my knowing Star Trek. Right, okay. All right. But if I did, I would have done. Mm. Yeah. No, that's great. I like that. Oh, good. What's your next one? <sighs> and I'm going to get some stick for this. I know I am. Oh, it isn't literally a stick, is it? It's not a stick, no. In fact, you, you, I know you'll tell me that a stick would be better than this. <laughs> All right. It's the Amstrad CPC 464 with green screen monitor. The Amstrad 464 is the 64K home computer with a monitor and data recorder included. From around $429, only our competitors aren't having fun. I, I can well. That's actually a very realistic advert because buying if I if I was bought an Amstrad, I'd cry. <laughs> <laughs> You'd see tears out of my worst Christmas ever. What's this brick? Well, so so let me explain. <laughs> right, there's a bit of a backstory to this that that I don't think I don't think you're aware of. Oh, is there? Yeah, I've never I, told. I make you. myself comfortable. So my first home computer was a Commodore 64. Okay, which we had for a year. Oh, that was... One year. Right. Now, this is this, this mm-hmm. is painful, and it's also quite embarrassing. Eventually, 
my parents decided to replace the Commodore 64 with an Amstrad 464 because I think in their eyes and in the eyes of the good salesman who found a good couple of marks in my mum and dad at Dixon's or Curry's or wherever it was they went, that the Amstrad came with a built-in tape recorder and it was bigger. (laughs) Right? Yeah, 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 it was And they threw in a monitor at no extra cost. So to their eyes, that was a bargain. It was better than this. Because every time the t- tape recorder broke down on the, on the, you know, you have to keep buying a tape recorder, you have to plug it in, that kind of thing. This comes with one. It's amazing. Right. Yeah. So if that breaks down, the whole computer has to go back. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes, I'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there it was on Christmas morning, already set up and ready to go. And I have to say, green screen or not, I did have fun with it. I played games like 3D Stunt Rider, Erwolf, Erwolf. Roland in Space, nice, and Alex Higgins Snooker. Excellent. Uh, wait, how could you play snooker on a green screen monitor? Difficultly, but I'm, then again, I'm colorblind, so. Oh yeah, you're, you're actually good to play snooker against our pool, especially if money's involved. <laughs> is, that, is that the red ball? Yeah, absolutely red. <laughs> This is why the green screen monitor didn't really bother me that much. Right. You couldn't tell. You thought everything was perfect. Colours are kind of murky to me anyway, mm. so right. it's not, you know. The problem, however, came later when the pitfalls of having the tape recorder bolted onto the computer became evident. With, at least with the Commodore 64, you could just unhook it and get a new recorder. Yeah. With the Amstrad, the whole bloody thing I'd be taking to the repair shop. Oh, you broke Which the... happened quite a lot. Oh. Did it? More than once? Oh, yeah. Oh. It, it wasn't... Uh, for something that looked like a huge rectangle brick, it, it wasn't built like one. Right. But I had fun with it, so it's kind of a double-edged sword for me, the Amstrad. Yeah, there are some good games on the Amstrad. Such as? So my next choice. <laughs> I, I've lived with this with you for... 30 odd years now. Were you bashing ripping me a new one? Yeah. Amstrad bashing. Yeah. Do you, do you know what though? Every time I was doing my notes, every time, all the way through me doing my notes, every time I went to type in the word Amstrad, I would mistype it as Amstrad. Oh, because that rhymes with bastard. <laughs> Maybe there's some unconscious feeling coming yeah. out there. Yeah, there's some anger. Yeah. Anger issues yeah. you need to sort out. <laughs> well, that, that, for better or worse, it it was a nice Christmas, mm-hmm. and I I enjoyed it at the time, and that's my fourth choice, the Amstrad CPC four six four. Well, it introduced you to computers, so that was a good thing. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, the Commodore sixty four kind of did that until it was taken away from me and sold. Right. So I have a quick story before I go on to my next one. So, okay. In my mind, this is always said at Christmas, but there's a reason. That, that might not be possibly true, and I'm just misremembering. But anyway, it's Christmas. I come downstairs, and there, right in front of me, is a racing bike. Ooh. Yeah. And I'm like, what? They've bought me a racing bike. And it was brand new. It looked lovely. Turned out, my dad had been out to a friend's the night before, had one too many and couldn't drive home, and had borrowed his racing bike. To get home. It wasn't a present for me. Now, 
Oh, I can't, no. I, that definitely happened, but in my mind it was Christmas Day. But why would my dad have gone out on Christmas Eve to a mate? Like, he just didn't do that kind of thing like um, at Christmas Eve. So I'm not sure if it was. But in my mind it is, and it makes it worse. It wasn't something that your dad would have done, but maybe it was kind of a one-off thing that happened. Well, I, I must admit, it never happened again. Like, I never, he never had to get a bike to get on. Did um, how how did the explanation go? Did did you go up to your your dad and say, "Oh, thank you for the bike," and he had to go? Well, actually, <laughs> no. He was he was upstairs, and my mum was there, and I heard my mum go to him and say, "He fixed the bikes for him." <laughs> <laughs> well, I can picture you in the corner going, oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure you got lots of other things that were nice that day. Yeah, I, I'm sure I did. I, I don't mean I did get bikes, like I had a boxer, but then I also had a BMX bike that my dad built himself and painted gold. Uh, how was that? Um, Didn't win me many friends. Uh, that, I could imagine your dad doing that, actually. <laughs> so, actually, talking of unwanted gifts, here comes my next one. Okay. Which was, it's a WTF moment for me. So, I'm probably 10 years old, and there's my big Christmas present. What's it going to be? I don't know. Ooh, so excited. I rip the wrapping paper apart, and I find... A Commodore 1520 plotter printer. <laughs> That's right. Just what every 10-year-old wants, a printer. <laughs> but not even a useful printer. It's a plotter. Its paper is the width for the toilet tissue. What are we going to use this for? It prints using tiny ballpoint pens. And it only has four of them. Red. Green, yellow, blue. It can't mix colours either. It can only draw or write those four colours. Hey, it's still got my green screen monitor beat. That's true. It would have handled yours well. Just the green <laughs> would have keep running out, wouldn't it? <laughs> and I, I probably used it twice to do some spirograph images. Now, was this really a present for you? Or is this something that your dad wanted and he bought it and passed it off as a present for you? No, it was definitely for me. <laughs> It just sounds like one of those things that parents would buy when they really want it themselves, you know. But we'll... yeah, but they weren't going to use it for anything either. What were they going to use it for? I mean, they never did. So I, there's no advert for it. But I'm going to send you a picture okay. so you can see what it's like. So you can see. So I'm looking at a picture of it now, and it really does look like toilet paper. Oh yeah, yeah. Come on, a roll. It, it looks like a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> And, you know, it kind of felt like, you know, that toilet paper you used to have at school? <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the um, felt like tracing paper. Yeah, yeah, that's sliding for, and absolutely useless for what it's supposed to be. Yeah. For. It just pushes everything around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, hurts. It's kind of like yeah. that. Yeah. So, okay, so many questions. Um, what, what, would you, what would you use it no. for? <laughs> that's the main one, really, is what, what would you use it for? I don't know. It, it couldn't do, like, pictures. It could just do line stuff like graphs or spirographs, you know, those things that they go round and round and round and round. So it's an office. It's an office kind of um, 
piece yeah. of equipment. Yeah, they got me an office printer. <laughs> well, it's not a printer, it's a plotter. It's called a plotter because it plots coordinates and stuff. <laughs> yeah. They might as well got me a stapler. <laughs> did, did it just sit in the corner for a long time? Yeah. Yeah, I, I only remember like using it a couple of times just to see what it did, just to get it to work. <laughs> I don't even remember buying replacement pens for it, and they were tiny. I bet you never had to buy a replacement roll of toilet paper to fit in it either, did you? No, I mean, where would you buy that from anyway? Well, I suppose in all fairness, if you did run out, you just go to the bathroom and get a... <laughs> Take one, sure take one off that. the wall. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, that's bizarre. Isn't that it? is very bizarre. I mean, you, you, you were techie. You were into techie stuff. Your dad was into techie stuff. I could see the logic. Yeah, yeah. but uh, oh, and my my mum was into techie stuff too. Well, look, she's the one who got the she's the one who got the computer in the first place, the Commodore. Right, so there you go. I can see the logic behind right. it. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah, great. That was a fun spending spending Christmas Day plotting. <laughs> I, all I can say is I hope you got other things as well. I can't remember. Obviously, that's been wiped from my memory. All I can remember is the stain of that. <laughs> Do you remember not being impressed at the time as well? Yeah. Do you? Did you fake it? I remember. Yeah, I had to fake it. I remember trying to fake it. <laughs> but I'm sure they do. <laughs> I mean, what am I going to do? Just take it out. What the fuck's this? <laughs> <laughs> do I look like I run an office? <laughs> I'm Ted. <laughs> what am I going to plot? I'll tell you what I'm plotting now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, a, that is a very strange one. So cheer me up with your next one. Wait, is it an action figure? No. <sighs> Yay. What's it going to be? So excited. Lay it on me, pal. This is my last one as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's well, true. It's yeah. flown by, hasn't it? We're on five already. Yeah. Okay, so my last choice. Now, this is probably something that might surprise you because I've never really expressed an interest in this kind of thing to you, I don't it's, think. It's My Little Pony, isn't it? It's not. It's not. I did think about it, but it's not. Wow. So my... It's just brushing the hair so nice. It's very therapeutic. Yeah, it's relaxing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. It's Race and Chase. I don't even... What's Race and Chase? So this was a Scalextrix type slot car racing game. <laughs> oh, but, so when you say type, you mean not made by Scalextrix? No, it was made by Matchbox. Oh, all right. A uh, racing game that came with a, a race car, an American-style police car, and you basically recreated a car chase around the track. Right. Was it jumps and stuff, or is it just one flat level? Yeah, it had a couple of special features. Ooh. It didn't just have the conventional figure eight racetrack. It had a tilting jump bridge that sent your car flying across the track and occasionally even landing back onto the track and keep going. Ah, so, so, so it had to land. It was, it was a slot yeah, race. Yeah, so it had set, to go right? in the grooves. So it had to land yeah, the yeah. slot, right? Sometimes, if you timed it right, you could do it. If you got the speed right yeah. and, you know. And if you're playing as the crook, if you timed your jump right, you could flip the bridge so that the cop car would crash into the bridge as it flipped back down. Nice. It also had the ability to make the cars do U-turns. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you could, I mean, similar to Scale Street, you speed it up and they spin round. Yeah, I mean, that actually blew my mind as a kid that you could do that. I mean, it was a tricky manoeuvre to pull off, but it looked brilliant if you did it. Yeah. Yeah, I had always of fun with my race and chase. 
Um, I sometimes even found creative ways to set up the track that wasn't necessarily the correct way to do it. I'd, I'd put nice. You were hacking the I system. I was. I'd put books underneath the track, and right. and I'd I'd try to find ways that I could not put it in the in the in the way that the instructions told you, so it would go in different directions. It was always it was always a challenge. You'd always end up trying. You'd, right. you'd, you'd think you're coming up with something really creative, and then you realise that you've run out of track and you can't actually connect it up. Matchbox announced the nearest thing yet to the thrills of a real-life car chase. Matchbox Race and Chase. It's the only slot car set that lets you U-turn like real cars. You can jump. You can race. And you can actually control those U-turns. Matchbox Race and Chase. The first car chase that's safe. That's cool. Looks good. I like that. I thought you'd probably be interested in that. And I always thought it was cool. I always thought the American cop car was cool. You know, I right. yeah. I don't know what this says about me, but I always wanted to be the American cop car. I was never the crook. But you, you didn't want to be the policeman. You wanted to be the car. Where do you think you are? Some kind of transformer? Are you an Autobot? That's a bit weird. You want to be the car. Vroom, vroom. Why don't you get in me, sir? Ride me. Vroom, vroom. I beg your pardon? <laughs> you know. You know. I think I got this... Um, it was probably even nine, either 1979 or 1980, I think. It was quite early because I remember the Christmas night I was still playing with it and the Muppets were on and it was a new episode. It was like a oh. Christmas Muppets episode or oh. something. Really. And I remember. Jesus, how old are you? <laughs> old, Colin. Yeah, and I remember um, my my dad moving aside the dining room table and just we set it all up on in on the floor and it stayed there for days yeah that yeah, can happen yeah, yeah. yeah it was it was it was a really good toy i loved it and um they're really hard to find now that that specific, specific set, set yeah in in good working order yeah. anyway mm-hmm. right right and that's the only way you want it absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. Well, that's my last pick well well my last pick is no great surprise really it's the holy grail of presents for me one that i still use in some form or another even today it's the commodore amiga i knew this was coming (laughs) yeah specifically the batman pack which is the one i got which obviously came with batman also came with fa18 interceptor new zealand story and deluxe paint too let's be honest when they launch a new console now it's just it's an improvement in graphics and sound, but it's not like a major, mind-blowing improvement, is it? I think that there's a big leap between something like a PS4 and a PS5, but but not necessarily between a PS3 and a PS4. So, yeah, I get what you're saying. Because I'm saying, like, the Commodore 64 to the Amiga was mind Absolutely. Absolutely. In in the same yeah. way that, that from the Amiga to PS1 was mind-blowing as well, wasn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, and, and I would go to, like, uh, cracking parties, We'd swap discs, naughty, but did do that. I remember, I remember you doing yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just had thousands of games. No, uh, yeah, I loved my Amiga. I remember um, I used to come over to yours pretty much nearly every weekend at one point, wasn't it? 
Yes. And we would always play the same games. We would play um, things like um, Wings. Yep. And didn't we play Need for Speed? Uh, I don't think so. I think that was PlayStation 1. What was the one that we used to play then on the Amiga? We played all-terrain racing. That's it. ATR. That's it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Speedball? Uh, yes, Speedball yeah. 2. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a very short trailer. The Commodore Amiga 500 now comes with the exciting Batman package, all class of the 90s, the fun way to learn. Is he doing his homework or playing the Joker? <laughs> so, first of all, it's Stephen Fry. It is, yes. But it doesn't tell you anything about the computer whatsoever. It doesn't even show you the computer. It just shows you the boxes that they come in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what, why is there such a massive price difference between... The Batman pack and the whatever that other pack was. Oh, because that other one was aimed at learning. It just had learning games in it. And that. Can you imagine if you, imagine if you're a kid and you wanted an Amiga and you're like, oh, your parents are like, we got you what you wanted. And like, yes, I'm going to be playing Batman. I'm going to be playing F18 Interceptor. Oh, I got to be. And then you opened it. It's like, learning pack. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, no. <laughs> And for an extra 200 quid as well. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that yeah. Batman game, actually. It was a good game, mm. right? The racing section was amazing yeah, at the time. definitely. Yeah, I remember that. I remember playing that. And the music starts, and he goes, oh, Batman. <laughs> and you're like, oh, my God, it talks. Yeah, I suppose that was the first time you, you heard proper... I mean, I know... Proper speech. You got, you got it on Carbidal 64, but it wasn't like... Great. Oh, Mission Impossible was mm. fairly good, mm -hmm. but yeah. Now, is this your probably your yeah. favourite computer? I think so. I mean, obviously, I nostalgic about the Commodore sixty four for certain reasons, mm -hmm. but um, I think the Amiga was. I think I had the Amiga longer than I had the sixty four. And and you got this on Christmas morning, did you? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good present. Yeah, it's better than the printer. It was. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's what they they <laughs> thought. Yeah, about whenever that was, and they thought maybe we should do better this time. <laughs> well, they certainly did. So I think you you looked out there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And that's my last pick. Well, that's it. Toby. All right. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. So were you? <laughs> so, so have you got any honourable mentions, Colin? Yeah, I'm going to mention Skrillex trick. I didn't put it in the list because it's you know still around today, so it lacks that nostalgic value. But we had massive Skrillex trick set. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, Dad would just turn up with track pieces that he got from somewhere or somebody. At one point, we had a track that ran through the entire house. Oh wow! Yeah, and so, you know, you had your banked curves, your crossovers, and we also had an added feature that not everybody had. We had a mad cat that used to randomly whack a car off the track as it went past. <laughs> it's like Godzilla. Which added, you know, yeah, it like added a little danger to the game, a little, little, ooh, I'm in the lead, but am I? Because <laughs> old Siamese cat over there is watching. <laughs> Just waiting to get involved. Yeah, flips him off the track. Yeah, so I, for a while, uh, we did get a TCR set. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Total Control Racing, which was a slotless racing track, so you could change lanes. But for some reason, it just came and it just disappeared and we went back to Skirlax Trick again. I suppose it was what, what you were comfortable and familiar with. And and you yeah, and you and your dad had gone to all this uh, trouble and expense of creating this massive track. I mean, yeah. So we had we had loads of track, whereas you couldn't you could only get the TCR sets. Yeah. At the time, mm-hmm. so yeah, so that was honorable mention. Um, there's one toy that I always wanted, but I wasn't allowed, and that was He Man and the Masters of the Universe figures. Oh, really? Why? Ugly. <laughs> You know, you're not that bad, Colin. <laughs> just, 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 oh, no, I'm to you. That's my new nickname for you. Oh, you're like... Um, I don't know. They just didn't like them, so I could never get them. I don't think my parents ever really expressed an opinion on my toys. If I was interested in it, they would get it for me. That's the only one that I can remember not getting. Well, I think an honourable mention for me would, would be He-Man. Again, I, I agree with you. Um, I had quite a few He-Man figures, yeah. but um, I didn't include it because I didn't even think about it until you just mentioned it. But um, the, right. the big honourable mention for me would be Star Wars. I I, right. I, yeah. I had I was Star Wars crazy as a kid, and I had figures, and Christmas would be... I, I would get the figures on and off throughout the year, and Christmas would be the time when I would get the, the big play sets or the ships and things like that. Um, but I didn't bring it up because I had so many, much of it that it would be hard to pick a year where I got a particular ship or playset that, that stood out. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Star Wars would be the big one for me that I, that would be the big honorable mention. I never had a single Star Wars figure. You're not really a Star Wars guy though, are you? Had Star Wars curtains though, for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why. Maybe they're on sale. <laughs> I mean, I can't remember me choosing my own curtains when I was. Yeah, a kid. I don't think I did that either. So yeah, I think. So. Yeah. I think. It, yeah. But yeah. Oh, and and my dad made a Millennium, Millennium Falcon model. Really. Yeah, Airfix. Oh, for himself. Well, no, for me to hang above the bed. Oh right, okay. But yeah, you 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 never really been a Star Wars person, have yeah. you? No. Oh, no. I wonder what brought that on there. I, I want. I don't know. I wonder if, like, my parents had a very kind of strict about, like, if you get this kind of thing, you can't get the other one unless you switch. So if you get Eagle comic every week, if you want to get a different comic, then you have to stop the Eagle right. and get the other one. So I wonder if, because I was collecting action fast figures. You can't do Star Wars as well. The star, I can't do Star Wars. I don't remember anyone saying that. It was just Yeah, it could be. could be, yeah. Oddly, I was a Star Wars kid. And I've got less of a Star Wars person as I've gotten older. And to the point where now, I, I really don't care. Oh, is that because you don't like the modern films or it's just that you've lost interest I think it's, in? I don't like the modern films, but I think I've lost interest before the modern films as well. Oh, okay. The only Star Wars that I really feel any kind of attachment to or nostalgia for is the first Star Wars movie, the you know what we call now A New Hope, episode four. Um, oh, right. I still feel, a, right. you know, a little bit nostalgic for that whenever I see it. Uh, I mean, I've got them all on, on Blu-ray. and But if I ever decide to watch a Star Wars movie, that would be the one that I, I would put on. But I've got no desire. 
Got no desire. So you... to... I, I mean, I've still got loads and loads of, of, of Star Wars figures, but I don't have them on display. Um, and I've got no interest in buying any more Star Wars merchandise. Kind of done with it. Yeah. All right. Well, heard it here first, yeah. folks. Done with Star Wars. Slam. Yeah. And I guess we're pretty much done with this Christmas podcast. I think we are. I think we've covered. Uh, we. It's, it's, this has been interesting. It's been a little bit different than what we normally do. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. So I suppose all that's left to say is Merry Christmas, Colin. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to all our listeners around the world. And please subscribe and rate us wherever you download this podcast because we've got more episodes coming up in the next year. And um, don't worry, that printer is going to be under your tree for you this year. So enjoy. Thank you very much. I will uh, enjoy that. I'm sure you will. Yeah. Just just buy your own toilet roll. Always do. (laughs) In bulk. (laughs) So until next time, goodbye. Bye.